This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Uh, welcome to the uh, program. We have a new president, and the one that was going to wear the orange jumpsuit is not the president. Uh, congratulations uh, to Donald Trump. Congratulations to all of his supporters. And congratulations to Donald Trump for saying what needed to be said last night and giving a very eloquent um, and I thought, humble and uniting uh, speech. I'm going to take you back in the time machine this hour, uh, back to 2008, uh, on what I said about Barack Obama. We listened back to it today, and it's pretty incredible and fits today. But I also want to talk directly to Donald Trump, and we'll do that, and we begin The day after the election, the day we make a choice on who we are going to be for the next four or eight years begins right now. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, let me start where no sane talk show host would start, uh, from the life of Paris and Plutarch. Um, That's exactly what I was right? Yes. Right, I know. Okay, I woke up this morning and I thought, (laughs) Plutarch. I couldn't believe your text at 4 o'clock saying, (laughs) all right, Plutarch. (laughs) Plutarch wrote, And the armies separated, and after the victory, the king said, If we are victorious in one more such battle, we shall be utterly ruined. I want to talk to... I want to talk to everyone that is... People are feeling so different today. Half the country feels like they helped delivered a great victory to America, a victory that will help ensure freedom and liberty and prosperity and the continuation of a country they believe in. They feel they have delivered a victory over a four of a foe who is morally corrupt, over their supporters who are either equally corrupt or have been fooled through propaganda. The other half feels betrayed by their fellow citizens who delivered a victory that will merely ensure more corruption, social inequality, economic ruin, the decline of the American power, and reputation around the world. No matter how you voted last night, or if you chose to abstain from voting, I have news for you. Both sides are right, and both sides are wrong. 
If your, if your side won last night, you might feel good today and you feel like there is hope left for America. And if your side lost to, yesterday, it probably feels pretty crappy and you may believe that all hope is lost. But today is Wednesday, November 9th, 2016. And guess what? The sun came up and we're all still here. It came up in the east And this afternoon will set in the West. Today, the national nightmare of the 2016 election is over. And now we can show the world who we are and where we go from here. Four months. In fact, Wolf Blitzer started this coverage last night. This is the most important election in history. Oh my gosh, I hear that every single time. But it is true. We've been told that we were voting to either save America or see it destroyed. That was the choice. The Western Western civilization itself may hang in the balance of our vote. And if we don't stand for that candidate or for the other candidate, well, then we are personally responsible for the pending doom the dreaded opponent will most certainly bring. I have perspective. And all I want to share with you today is perspective. And I went back into the archives and I found quite a bit of perspective. And I think it will be helpful for those on the left, And for those on the right, for those who voted for Donald Trump and those who didn't. Let me start with this. America, I don't don't believe that America or the American spirit or the Western civilization is so fragile, so insecure that one person possesses the capacity to bring about our destruction. It won't happen. It can't happen. I used to believe that. Pat and I talked about this yesterday on the air. We used to believe that. I'm a catastrophist. I know that. But we're much bigger and much stronger than any one candidate or party. We can't be complacent. We need to figure out our way forward. We need to do our job. But we also need not freak out. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. That is from Field of Dreams. No matter how you feel about President-elect Donald Trump, and please note, I wrote this and left that space blank yesterday morning when I got off the air. I honestly thought I would be reading this, and I haven't changed a word I filled in President-elect Trump. I haven't changed a word, and I thought I'd be reading it for the other side. I wrote this before the results came out. But let me just say, no matter how you feel about our next president, do not celebrate too greatly and don't be too despondent based on what transpired last night. Our nation is more than one election, more than one president, and America is great and always will be great because America is good. I think too often, and I speak for myself, we confuse the health and success of our nation with the health and success of our government 
or our politicians. We conflate loyalty to America to mean loyalty to the government or to the party. That is not American loyalty. Politicians come and go, but citizens are here to stay. In a representative democracy of a constitutional republic, politicians come and go quickly. In many cases, not quickly enough, but they do go away. The founders created a check and a balance system for a reason. A president is not a dictator. And once elected, they don't take power and control the government. They take their seat at the table as the leader of the executive branch. The current president and our next one are not America. This is why we have warned about growing powers. If you're freaked out today that the president has too much power, what did you do in the last eight years to help reduce that power? Because we told you it would change hands eventually. Our nation is more than our government. And unlike other nations, we are more than our land, our national boundaries, our wealth, or especially our government. We are not a nation founded on racial identity or genetic history. We're not based on the heritage of a single religion. America is a nation that was founded and based on ideas. It was a revolutionary idea, and I contest it is still a revolutionary idea. An idea that permeated the world and is still aspirational for billions of people. That's our identity. That's who we are. We're not a country. We're not even a constitution. We're an idea. Ideas of human beings who, by our very nature, are free. This is what binds us. The idea that man was created, and he was created equal, And he has rights that are innate to each of us. The idea that every man is equal under the law of God and the law of man. The idea that our rights are superior to the will or opinions of the majority. That the rights of the individual supersede the president or the authority of any government or any group of people who presume to be our betters. The idea that governments are not the nation. The idea that governments are built up to protect those innate rights, and once they stop protecting them, they're destroyed and replaced. So in many ways, in some ways, in the big way, what happened last night is irrelevant. Our president has no more power to control America and determine our future than any one of us have to flap our arms and start to fly. Because no man, no woman can eliminate ideas. You know who's in charge of those ideas? You are. They're yours. They belong to each of us. They're inside your mind. They're inside your body. They're inside your soul. And nobody can own those ideas. Nobody can control those ideas. They can put you in prison and you still have who you are. You still have your ideas. We are not in anyone's control. America will endure. America will sustain. No matter who's taken the oath of office on January 20th, 
because each of us have our own free agency. That is the binding agent of this nation. Now, with that said, I've told you for a while, no matter who gets to be president of the United States, I wouldn't want this job right now. It is going to be very difficult because we are going to pay for the sins of the past. And I don't mean the last eight years. I mean the last 100 years. We're going to pay for the sins of the past. It's inevitable. And he has an extraordinarily difficult job. So there's going to be dark days ahead. And no matter who we elected last night as our president, There are tough times coming in the economy, in the game of risk being played abroad. There's trouble coming in our streets. Some of us might be called to defend our nation. We're going to be called to defend our neighbors, our friends, our enemies, the people we disagree with. Those are the ones we need to stand up for. The voices that could be quashed by anyone in power or out of power, that want to silence others, those people we stand up for. And we'll do it in our own way, in our own expertise. I want you to remember this. There are going to be days when you think your neighbor will be absolutely dead right and the smartest person in the world. And then there's going to be those days when you think your neighbor is the dumbest SOB you've ever met. What the hell is wrong? What are they thinking But here's what I want you to remember. No matter which day it's on, they will still be your neighbor. They are still your fellow American. They are still struggling the same as you. They are still trying to find the right path for themselves and their families. And they may be ahead of you. They may be behind you. But they are still just like you. They are just as anxious today to enjoy freedom and the success that freedom allows and just as anxious today to see others enjoy it as you are. You may disagree with everything else they say, but I promise you, the fear that they're feeling today, you felt before. They want to be respected and heard by their friends, their family, their neighbors, and they're trying to figure out what the hell just happened. But like you, they they want your children They want their own children to be free to think and experience the rights and the joys that they have enjoyed. Just like you, they have love and empathy for their fellow man. They may not know how to express it, especially when they're afraid. I want our president-elect, Donald J. Trump, the next president of the United States, to know He is my president. During my lifetime, I have seen presidents come and go. And I will do my sacred duty to grant him the honor and the respect that he and that office merits, as all citizens must. But each of us must also demand that they honor their sacred duty to us. I'm not a servant of the president. The president is a servant of us. He must honor us and we must honor him. And the minute a president fails to do so, as many predecessors have done before, they'll be replaced in four years or eight. We don't have bloody coups. 
That's what, make, that's what makes America, America. We're a nation that is founded on this covenant. The covenant our founders focused on was with God. But there's another covenant. We support the office of the president, and we hold the president responsible for his actions, and the president is obligated to represent all of the citizens, not just the ones that voted for him and her. And did you hear his speech last night? That's exactly what he did. I thank you and I praise you today, Donald Trump. Today, we erase the blackboard and we replace the politicians holding office if necessary, use the tools baked into our system like a convention of states. But today, we embrace our brothers and sisters We recall that each of us must exercise our free agency as we see fit, but we also must realize that the next president, the next Senate, and the next Congress does not control the destiny of our country. We do. This last election, for the clown show that it was, is not an indictment on our politicians. It's an indictment on us. We're better than this. We have to do better. But this came from, uh, this was an obvious consequence of the past choices that we made beginning two decades ago, maybe longer. It was an obvious consequence. Now, what can we learn from the past to begin today to put a new foundation in so we don't make things worse? Our sponsor this half hour is Casper. If you have an uncomfortable mattress, one that traps heat, what the hell are you doing? Honestly, what, I mean, we spend more time. We, look, think of the money you spend in your car. For what? You're driving to and fro work and you're taking it out to go to a movie and going grocery shopping. Think of the time you spend in bed and you get up every day and you're like, I hate this mattress. Get a new one. And you can do it now with a Casper mattress at a fraction of the price. They've eliminated all the middlemen. They have, the Time Magazine said this was the invention of the year because they've changed the industry. I'm telling you, they're going to put conventional mattress business out of business. They deliver right to you, 100% money-back guarantee. They don't have a showroom or anything else. And their king-size mattress, the one, I mean, believe me, I've spent much more than this on a mattress, and I've hated them. I've spent less than $1,000 on a king-size mattress from Casper. That's the top of the line. Less than 1000 And it's the best night's sleep you will have. I love my Casper mattress, and you will too. Go to Casper.com, offer code BECK. Get $50 off the purchase of your Casper. It is Casper.com, offer code BECK. Terms and conditions apply. Casper.com. Program Mercury. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. 
With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Let me go to the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glenbeck.com. Let me go to uh, Colleen in California. Hello, Colleen. You're on the Glenbeck program. Good morning, Glenn. How are you? Okay. Very good. How are you? Great. I just wanted to call and say that I agree with you this morning that his speech last night was exactly what we needed to hear from him and what I think we it all is. really hoped to hear from him if yes. that was the yeah. case. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it didn't seem like, you know, there's been some things during the campaign mode where he was kind of reading it, and you could say uh, he doesn't believe a word of that. This seemed sincere. This seemed really good. Really good. He hit exactly the right tone last night. And I think there's actually a part of Donald Trump that really does want to be that sincere, good president for America. But I also, you know, the, my whole tip, my whole thing why I was torn to whether I was going to vote for him at the polls, because I, I, you can't, you you don't know. You just have to take that leap of faith. And, and I didn't vote for him. Uh, but I didn't vote for Hillary either. Right. And last night when, you know, my, all uh. my family wanted me to vote for Trump, you know, and then I so have it turned out, though, client. It, it turned out a vote for somebody else wasn't a vote for Hillary? Huh. Hey, Pat. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Pat. Thanks, Gully. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. So I want to play something that I said on this day in 2008 when Barack Obama, and I want you to listen to this, especially if you didn't vote for Donald Trump or if you're on the left. I want you to listen what I said in 2008 on the day they announced that Barack Obama would be president-elect Barack Obama. I give the same warning to the Democrats that I gave to the Republicans in George Bush shortly after 9-11. Be careful how far you push this pendulum up. Because if you take this pendulum and try to swing it so far up, the pendulum always swings back. And when it does, it goes back as far, if not farther, than you just swung it. That's what gave us... Barack Obama. What gave us Barack Obama was the pushing of that pendulum so far. The wrapping of America in the flag and everything else and not really standing for anything. As they push this pendulum up, it's going to swing. Mark my words, Democrats. It will swing just as far the other way. And what I said 
was the danger after September 11th. You interject hunger and fear. That pendulum can stop. And it depends on who's, who's in power that grabs that pendulum. So while you may be happy today about Barack Obama, be careful what you do. Because we don't want an extremist on either end to grab the pendulum. We've got, to, we've got to bring the pendulum and stop it swinging so far and bring it closer to the center. We're not that different. That might be the truest, best callback we've ever played of, of one of those clips, uh, of something you said in the past. So that was 2008. So now let me issue an update on that. We know that to be true now. We know that to be true. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we saw last night in the exit polling is that 27% of those who voted wanted a strong man. Wanted a strong man. That is the interjection of fear and hunger of, could be a million different things for a million different people. The pendulum swung too far. If anybody was worried about Um, the power of the government, like we were, if you weren't worried about that, during the Obama administration, we kept saying, somebody is going to come in that you're not going to like. You don't want to give them that much power. So let me give the advice on both sides. Republicans, please do not Push this pendulum. Do not, do not go for revenge. Do not go for vengeance. Do not take the IRS. De-weaponize the IRS. Do not allow it to even be continued to be weaponized. Dismantle the pendulum. Do not swing it so far... Because, as I said in 2008, it will swing back as far, if not farther, than you push it. Now, let me give, let me give some advice to the left that comes not from knowledge, but from wisdom. Because I've lived it. Last night, I heard Donald Trump called everything, everything. I realize, I realize, as I pointed out under Barack Obama, there are echoes of 1933. Now, you didn't want to hear that when I said that about Barack Obama. Too much power is being concentrated in one guy. Be careful. That's what happened in 1933. Okay, you didn't like it. Last night, I heard so many comparisons of Donald Trump to Hitler. And we, on the right, must not dismiss their fear. For instance, people who are saying, people are going to be scooped up in the middle of the night, blah, 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 blah. You may not believe that. You may say that'll never happen. But instead of saying, oh, stop it, he's not going to ban all Muslims, stop it. That's a real fear. Remember the fears that you had under Barack Obama. They could tell you a million times it wasn't going to happen, that he wasn't going to suspend the election, but a lot of people still had that fear and wouldn't let go of it. 
And every time they said, oh, please, that's ridiculous. What happened? Did you feel better? We have to say, look, I don't believe he's going to scoop up Muslims. I don't think that's going to happen. He's not going to ban all Muslims. But let me tell you something. If he does, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I will stand against anyone who does anything against a man because of their religious beliefs. I'm for the Constitution. Don't worry about it. And if we cross that bridge, we're going to cross that bridge together. Take that attitude instead of dismissing their fears because many on the left are truly afraid today. They need reassurance from reasonable people on the right. And that's what Trump tried to do in that speech. Exactly right. That is what he did. It's right. Exactly right. That was his point yes. in the speech, I think. So we need to make an effort. It is our job to reach out now to our friends, our friends who didn't vote for Donald Trump. They don't have to be on the left. They could be people who didn't vote for Donald Trump, um, and they're on the right, and they're constitutionalists. You need to tell them today, don't worry about it. I know we had all kinds of words. I know we had all kinds of words. Let's forget about that. Let's move forward. Listen, if he would do something like that, which he's not, don't dismiss their fears, please. Learn from my mistakes from 2010. The other thing, to the left, every time you call him Hitler, Believe me, because my job, I see my job as using history to teach. That's not what you're doing. When I'm using it, I'm taking a historic piece and saying, look at this piece. This piece looks exactly like 1934. But what you're doing is you're saying, he's Hitler. No, he's not. Only Hitler is Hitler. But you, when, when I said that about Barack Obama, I, I never don't believe said, you ever said Barack Obama no. is Hitler. You, no, I didn't. You've never. Never did. Never did. But I did say these earmarks happened at that time. And yeah. this could be very Hitler-esque. This is how it started. The seeds are very important to point out. So I will listen to you on the seeds. When you say, Glenn, look at this. I, I'm going to say to you, I know, I know. But I'm with you if we continue down that road. I'm not going to dismiss that warning. But don't, I'm telling the left, do not call people sexists, racists, Mm. Hitler. Don't do it. Too late. As a guy, it's not too late. Well, they were doing it last night. I know. But today, we have to have a period of forgiveness. They're scared. And, I, and we also have to have, please, I am the guy out of everybody in the country. I am the guy who knows these things because I've learned them firsthand. You won't get anyone on our side to listen to you if you do what you did to George W. Bush or what we did to Barack Obama. It will only get worse, which will cause the right to push the pendulum even further and dismiss you and say, you're a bunch of kooks anyway, I'm not listening to you. Please, please, the left has a and you feel justified because that's what they did to the right in, in 2008. Correct, and we felt justified. Mm-hmm. We felt justified. They will feel justified too. We must be better. They, we have to listen 
to them. Please listen to them. Anybody who's on the left, don't be angry. Please don't be angry. It won't get you anywhere. I will fight by your side. I hope I have gained some credibility with people on any side that I am a constitutionalist and I will stand next to any man who stands for the Constitution. I will stand by your right for religion, for speech, political, abhorrent speech. I will stand by your side. But I will tell you this. I understand your fear. But as a guy who has learned firsthand, you're going to survive. To the right, don't punish. Please, don't punish. 2020 is going to look very, very different than 2016. If we are lucky, Donald Trump will be the president of all of our dreams. We have a chance to change things. But if we engage in vindictiveness and anger on any side, our children lose. Let's be better people, please. Our sponsor this half hour is Simply Safe. By the way, stations, we are going to be carrying Hillary Clinton's uh, speech. Uh, in uh, about 45 minutes, so... She did not concede last night. That, no. Did not concede. I have a problem with it. Others don't. But I, I thought that was... I thought she oh. should have waited up. Yeah, I thought it was classless. Yeah, I thought she should have waited up. Yeah. But um, Simply Safe, the home security that protects millions of Americans. To help keep you safe, they keep improving their service. And right now, they have a new Simply Safe security camera. A Simply Safe security camera that connects to the sensors in your alarm system. So if something moves, the camera turns on. Somebody comes home, you get a recording. Someone tries to open a window, you get a recording. You will see everything that happened in your home. Somebody tries to break in, Simply Safe will call the police and then show the police the evidence of the video. Check Simply Safe. They have brand new cameras out today made by Simply Safe. SimplySafeBeck.com. Check it out simplysafebeck.com go there now simplysafebeck.com you're listening to the Glenn Beck program I think what sums up our feelings, mine and yours, because we we talked about this earlier, Glenn, is uh, what you said on November 5th, 2008. And and it sums up exactly, I think, what we're... What we just played? No, what what I'm about to play, about what you said about Barack Obama being everybody's president. He's the president. He's going to be the president of the United States. Let's give the man the respect that the office deserves. Mm-hmm. Let's be better people than they were to George W. Bush. Mm, be wasn't. better people than than the left was to us. 
Let's treat them the way we would want them to treat us. And I believe that's by saying, congratulations, President-elect Barack Obama. You have the toughest job in the world. And in any way that I can, I will help you and support you. I am not going to sell out my values. But I think any man of honor, any man of integrity, any man who deserves to be in the Oval Office can appreciate that. You're not their president. You're not the president of the left. You're the president of the United States. You're our president. You're my president. In any way I can, without selling out my principles, we will help you. And that was really the key, right? Because uh, then people will say, why would you fight against him so hard? Well, because he assaulted our principles at every turn. And, uh, and, and, and I will say this. We got a lot of heat at the end because once he was a lame duck, he, and, and it was politically expedient, um, he came back and he reached out. During this campaign, they reached out to Republicans. Yeah, and they the said, first hey, time in eight years. You're not, you're not haters. You're not haters. Right. Well, that was the first time they had ever said that. And yeah. we complimented him on that. When Michelle Obama came out and said, you know, what he said on that, uh, you know, on that bus was wrong and it's bad for our children. And I believe she meant it. And I complimented her on that. You know, it was just it, it, when it came to policies, it, it was all upside down. Mm-hmm. Now, could I have done a better job of uh, of listening to others and and being more guarded in my speech? Yes, I could. No, have. no, you could. Yes, I could. Yeah, have. Well, you no. were perfect at every Come turn, on. as usual. Yeah. No, but we, but we all but we but we all were. Now, the the question is, will I learn from that? Because this is a new slate. Yeah. This is two thousand. This is two thousand eight. It's 2016. We've done the same. We've done this. This our third time since I was awake. You know, really awake and involved. We saw what happened when the left contested the election and 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 then called him selected, not elected, and then called him all kinds of names. Uh, you know, he was too stupid to be in all of it. Okay, I got it. I got it. That didn't help. That didn't work, did it? It no. didn't bring anyone over to your side. It just pushed the pendulum farther. And then when you got in, then we did that to you. And we only pushed the pendulum, your pendulum, farther and the pendulum farther because when it swung back, we now have Donald Trump. Think about 2020. Please. Mm. Let's learn from our mistakes. And by the way, can we, can we stop with the election is rigged thing? Is oh it gosh. time to put that to rest once and for all? I mean, we, we've heard nothing but that since the beginning of the Republican primary and all through even the general. And, and in the last few days, it's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged. I, I think this is a pretty good indication when you're winning Wisconsin and maybe Michigan, this is not a rigged election. Good system. I mean, we, you know, it's a, it's a flawed system and there is mess and there, there, there are people that vote should, should not vote. But if they couldn't have gotten this system to get Hillary Clinton in... She was ahead in the polls? Right. Perfect time. They can't do it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mercury.